Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada. And I'll just start things out saying we're one episode behind, but I just took a few days off last week celebrating Easter, working on some other stuff, and I figured, you know what, you know what, I'm going to take a day off. So I took a day off. That's why now these are going to be switched up. Now Tuesdays are going to be odd numbers. Fridays are going to be even numbers. Now, this may not be that important to you. To me, it is extremely important because, well, it lets me push back a due date that I got for myself on some video course, a video course that I'm coming up with that I am excited about. I'm sure everybody listening is also very excited about this video course. Well, it's going to be me, of course, talking and giving exercises for all kinds of things about... This first one's going to be about the T sound. Now, I've made a few podcast episodes about the T sound. T has been a major theme in this podcast, and that's what I'm going to be getting into detail about in this video course. And as a matter of fact, I am going to add a whole bunch of materials to this video course to go along with it. And uh, on top of all that, it's going to be free. On top of all that, for the time being at least, now at the time in 2021, I don't know if I'll change it in the future, but in 2021 at the moment, this video course is going to be free, 100% free. It's not made yet, it's in the making, but trust me, if you're someone who appreciates the kind of tips I give and if you're someone who wants to, uh, you know, take things up a notch... If you want to add a few more of these English Out Loud perks into your lifestyle, well, then that video course is just what you need, isn't it? I'll uh, have a little more detail on that in the future, but I'm just giving you a warning. There are some good things to come. Well, anyway, let's get into some tips for today. Let's see what I can help you with in terms of your pronunciation. The sound that we're going to look at today, honestly, it's a tricky one for people all over the world, and it's what we call the dark L sound. Dark L. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, what is a dark L? What do you mean dark L compared to what? A light L? Well, yes. Yes, a dark L is the opposite of a light L. Now, the light L is likely what you're familiar with. It's actually the L in the word likely. L, L. The dark L is the L sound heard in the word world. Isn't that a tricky word? A lot of people really hate that word. World or girl. How about our current month? April. April. Well, let's start April off right by making sure we get a dark L sound that sounds nice and clear. And confident, because you can do it. You're totally capable of doing it. If you couldn't do it, well, if you couldn't do it, then I'd be wasting my time talking. And I've been over this in the past. I don't, I'm not just wasting my time here. I think, not wasting my time here. Hey, feel free to send me an email. Let me know if I'm wasting my time here. Enoutloud at gmail.com. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. 
en.outloud on Instagram. Or feel free to just listen along, hit subscribe, and uh, see what I've got to talk about today. So the dark owl compared to the light owl. Here's the thing. You want to get good at listening for the dark owl, and that's what we're going to practice a little bit today. Understanding how to catch a dark owl and how you can make it. You want to get good at listening for it because then you can get good at understanding how it compares to the light owl. Now, when you practice this yourself, you want to exaggerate the sound as much as possible. Exaggerating this sound as much as possible when practicing it, just so that it'll make it a little more natural when you're speaking freely. So, what is the dark owl? Well, like I said, it's what we find in the word world, or April. Check out that word, April. April. That word is ending in this sound like ul. However, it's spelled with an il. Why is that? It sounds like a ul. Same thing in world. Were old world. It's making this ul sound, right? Well, that's because a dark l is kind of like an uh, like a vowel sound before an l. Ooh. So what you want to do, practice this with me right now. It doesn't take any time out of your day to practice this. All that you got to do is first make an uh sound. Yeah, like it's just a U. Uh, uh. Okay, that's a start. Now, try and focus on the inside of your mouth. You've got what you call the soft palate, kind of that soft spot in the back of your mouth. Well... Try and focus now. You're making that uh. Try stretching the back of your tongue towards that soft palate. That's going to now make it a little bit darker. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. It's not just an uh, but now it's an uh. The next thing that we do is take the tip of the tongue and bring it up right behind the teeth. Oh, oh. Now, what you want to do is practice that motion countless times you want to practice it again and again and again because the more that you practice this the easier it'll get the quicker you'll be able to do it oh oh work on that work on that yourself you're totally able to uh pull off a good dark l sound if you focus on it oh oh when you start practicing making this sound you want to kind of really Stretch the back of your tongue, you know, real hard to make that clear. Oh, oh, that clear kind of uh sound, but the the real deep one. The reason why is because the more that you move that muscle in that way, the easier it'll get to recall how to do it naturally. Because if you want it to just flow along with the rest of your speech and not sound so forced, well, then you've got to take a little bit of time and really force it real hard. Oh, oh. And then when you're talking with your friends later on or when you're talking on the phone for whatever reason with whatever person, you'll be able to recall it. Your muscles will remember and you won't have to force it so much. And then it won't be a strong oh, but it'll be an oh, oh. That's what you want to do. And you want to follow along with what I say here today to make sure that you're getting this movement 
nice and clearly. Now, first off, what is the difference between a light L and a dark L? Well, a light L is simply when we have an L and then a vowel after it. So this will be like when an L is starting a word, such as in the word light, low, listen. Those all have light Ls. Another example of this, more in the middle of the word, is like the words really or balance, like li, le, light Ls. Both of them. A dark L, however, well, you know that an L is dark first if it comes at the end of a word. So L is dark. Here are some of them, like the word call, stool, Brazil. You hear those? Ill, ill. Now, right now, I know that there are Brazilian people out there repeating after me, and you know what they may be saying? Ew, ew. There also may be people from China out there making a sound that's a little bit more of an O, O, Brazil. This is a difficulty for people from these countries that I've noticed uh, with a number of students. And honestly, it's a common one for people all over the world. You see, the dark L may not exist in your language. And for this reason, your brain is just filling the gap with a more familiar sound, an O, because it's a very close movement. O, 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 O. Very kind of similar sound. However, we're not saying O. We're saying O. Our lips are staying neutral, not moving, and the tongue is pulling back, uh, and then it's going up. Oh, oh. I've had a lot of students over the years struggle with this one, but trust me, you can pull it together. You can pull it together. Another thing to consider is that words that end in the letters L-E. These have a dark L sound, such as table, possible, or little. So, for example, a little bit of it. You hear that? Example, little bit of it, a little bit. It's not little, you know, it's not a l, l. At the beginning of the word little, we have li, li. That's the light L. Oh, oh, dark L. Another situation in which you'll find a dark L is when we have words with a vowel before L, but no vowel sound immediately after. So we hear this in like milk. You ever say milk? I, a lot of people say milk. Very common, I hear that, milk. Well, now you know what you can change. Milk, milk. How about almost, all, almost. Or felt, felt. Interesting, isn't it? So we have an expression in English. Here's a good idiom. Don't cry over spilled milk. Don't cry over spilled milk. What does that mean, anyway? Don't cry over spilled milk. It means, hey, what are you going to do? Crying isn't going to fix your problem. You know, your milk, if you spill your milk on the ground... I want to cry when I spill my milk. I want to cry. There's something in me that breaks a little bit. 
if I spill my milk because I really, I enjoy a good glass of milk. But crying isn't going to put it back in the glass. You got to clean it up and then you got to pour a new glass. So no crying over spilled milk. Now here's what I'd like you to do while you're listening to me. I'm going to read off a couple of sentences here and I want you to listen closely and uh, decide for yourself. Where are the dark elves? Where are the dark elves? Now, I'm also going to put these uh, same sentences in the description of this episode. So you can uh, find them there. But listen for these sentences right now and try and catch some dark elves within them. Here's the first one. How in the world can I do that? How in the world can I do that? Here's another. Will you be available for milk and cookies? Will you be available for milk and cookies? It was a miracle that I found my bicycle after it was stolen. Let's look at this one here real quick. Miracle. Miracle. L-E ending. Dark L. Bicycle, bicycle, another L-E ending, dark L. However, stolen, lin, there's a vowel sound after the L. If you just say the word stole, they stole my bike, stole, then yeah, you got a dark L. But when we add an N to that now, and we use the past participle, now we've got stolen. We've got a light L, Lin. Now here's, I'll give you one more little one here. I paid my friend's bail to get him out of jail for switching people's mail with packages of snails. That's just a silly sentence that I wrote up and it's full of dark L's. So practice that sentence. Practice it and you'll get good at it. In time. You know, it won't won't develop overnight. That's the thing about the dark owl. I've had students who really, really wanted to get a nice, clear dark owl. And they would practice it thoroughly for like one or two days. And then they'd say, I've got a really good dark owl sound. And they'd show me in class and I'd say, yeah, it's a sounding good. The dark owl sounding real good. And we move on to some other stuff. But it keeps on popping up. That's the thing about the dark owl. It keeps on popping up. Even after I think I've, like, you know, taught somebody it, and there's no way that they'll forget, the dark owl, they keep on making an O, or they keep on just having a little slightly different sound. Is it their fault? No, it's not their fault. They've gone their entire life not using a sound, and it takes time to adjust to. However, my point is, you can adjust to it. You totally can. I have seen these same people. They also eventually develop a clear and consistent dark owl sound. And you're capable of doing it too. I mean, maybe you are listening and you're a student of mine, in which case, well, I've already told you in class that you're capable of doing it, most likely. And I'll tell you the truth, I tell everyone they're capable of doing it because everyone is capable of doing it. I'm working on teaching it to my dog, even. However, she doesn't have a soft palate, so 
and she doesn't understand these instructions. So I can't really teach it to my dog yet, but I'm working on it. And I'll teach my dog some English and teach her the dark L sound. So if my dog's able to learn the dark L, so far she hasn't been, but if she is able to learn the dark L in the long run, then what does that say? That says anybody can learn it. A parrot. I'll bet you parrots learn the dark L. Because a parrot, you know, they'll mimic everything that you say. These birds, they just, right, dark L. And they'll make an O kind of sound with it. That's probably, yeah, they're making a dark L. So parrots can do it. I'm trying to teach my dog. What do you think, Sasa? What do you think? Want to make a dark owl? Yeah, she just wants to sleep. She doesn't want to practice her dark owl. And now I've taught it to you. So go ahead and practice. Practice the dark owl. Practice the sentences that I read off there. And just start listening for it. An essential part of this is really just strengthening the connection between your brain and your muscles to send signals to make movements. Doing this, your muscle memory will enhance and you will feel more confident in your ability to produce clear and consistent sounds. That just about brings us to wrapping things up for today. This has most certainly been a quality production about the Dark Owl sound and I'm happy that you've taken a little time out of your day to learn about it, to hear what I have to say. So, thank you for lending me your ears. Uh, keep listening for dark owls in your daily life. Keep an ear open for them. I know, like, it. maybe it'll be tedious. Maybe it'll be tedious, but what else is there to do these days? Because the cool thing is, if you know what to listen for, and you listen for these things, you know, consistently, you will... Be improving your English without even really trying. You know what I mean? Like without putting in any real effort, without even taking a moment out of your day. You'll be improving your English just by listening and maybe repeating what you hear. But just listening and repeating and listening and repeating. Well, anyway, enjoy your day. Enjoy your evening, your morning, uh, your drive. Have a good time. Have a good time. Seize the day. Make the best of it. And work on your language skills. You know, these little passive learning tips I'm giving you are invaluable. They didn't tell you these things when you were taking class, so they're important to know now. But I'm happy to give these tips right now. Because I'm happy to lend a helping hand to people who want to learn. People who want to understand things better. Anyway, have a good one.